Hello, and welcome back to the Dear Heart Podcast. I am so glad you're here today, listening to this podcast, yearning for the word of God to be put in your heart, seeking for ways that you can pour it out into others' lives and into your own life. Dear Heart, we have such a powerful message for you today from the word of God. So I invite you to settle in and visit with our faithful and true God today. Today we're reading three separate sections on Abraham, starting with Genesis 18, 1 to 15, followed by Genesis 21, 1 to 7, and finally we'll take a look at Romans 4, 18 to 22. The Lord appeared to Abraham at the Oaks of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance of his tent during the heat of the day. He looked up, and he saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the entrance of the tent to meet them, bowed to the ground, and said, My Lord, if I have found favor with you, please do not go on past your servant. Let a little water be brought, that you may wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. I will bring you a bit of bread, so that you may strengthen yourselves." This is why you have passed your servant's way. Later, you can continue on. Yes, they replied, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried into the tent and said to Sarah, Quick, knead three measures of fine flour and make bread. Abraham ran to the herd and got a tender choice calf. He made it to a young man who hurried and prepared it. Then Abraham took curds and of milk as well as the calf he had prepared, and he set them before the men. He served them as they ate under the tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? they asked. There, in the tent, he answered. The Lord said, I will certainly come back to you in about a year's time, and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance of the tent behind them. Abraham and Sarah were old and getting on in years. Sarah had passed the age of childbearing, So she laughed to herself, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I have delight? But the Lord asked Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Can I really have a baby when I am old? Is anything impossible for the Lord? At the appointed time I will come back to you, and in about a year she will have a son. Sarah denied it. I did not laugh, she said, because she was afraid. But he replied, No, you did laugh. The Lord came to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the appointed time, God had told him. Abraham named his son who had been born to him, the one Sarah bore to him, Isaac. When his son Isaac was eight years old, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she also said, Who would have told Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne a son for him in his old age. He believed, hoping against hope so that he became the father of many nations, according to what had been spoken. So will your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body to be already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and also the deadness of Sarah's womb. 
He did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, because he was fully convinced that what God had promised, he was able to do. Therefore, it was credited to him as righteousness. Dear heart, God is faithful in his promises. He has excellent follow-through. He is fully trustworthy and faithful. Sarah's journey of infertility shines a light on this characteristic of God. See, Sarah was barren, but God called Abraham and Sarah to leave their families and follow him, and God had promised, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. So right away, God's introduced some, humanly speaking, unrealistic expectations. How was she going to produce a nation if she wasn't able to get pregnant? But Abram trusted God and was fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. And so Abraham and Sarah followed God's leading. Sarah ends up waiting 25 long, long years for God to fulfill his promise. But in the end, God was faithful and did provide Sarah with her son Isaac. Dear heart, God has made promises to us too. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That was Matthew 6. And in Romans 8, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. In Philippians 4, my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ. James 1, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. 1 John 5, this is the confidence we have towards him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and we know that he hears us in whatever we ask. We know we have the requests that we have asked of him. Finally, 2 Peter chapter 1. His divine power has given us everything we need for godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Dear heart, just like Sarah, we need to remember that God doesn't work on our preferred timeline. He actually created time and he sustains it along with the rest of creation. And so his work, his promises are accomplished outside of our realm and on his perfect timetable. Second Peter 3 says, Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Dear heart, trust Christ and his promises today. Be patient, knowing that he is able to bring about his will for you in the perfect time. He is good. He is able. And he is faithful. And as you wait, remain faithful to the call of Jesus Christ and live a life worthy of the calling. Let's pray. Father, we come before your throne today so thankful for your generosity towards us. 
Father, we just love the good, good promises that you have made to us, that you pour out onto us regularly. Father, help us grow in patience as we wait for your perfect timing and on these promises to be renewed and brought forth in our lives. Father, today we confess our unbelief and any unbelief that we're feeling towards you and your plans for us. Help us in our unbelief. Father, grow our mustard seed into a mighty tree. Amen. All right, we're going to end with a challenge today. See, God has made so many promises to his children. And so I'm asking you today and inviting you to take some time to research the many promises he's made and write each one on a sticky note. This might take a little bit of time because our God, our God likes to make some promises, okay? Hang the sticky notes when you're done around your room and bathroom so that you are surrounded by the truth of God's word and his good will towards you. This is a fun activity. I hope that you enjoy it and celebrate God and feel his love as you as you do this little project. To God be the glory.